And before we launch into the agenda, I thought maybe we could just each introduce ourselves, each member of the board, so that the new members can meet us and we can meet them. Uh, and since we can't go around the table and everybody is arranged differently on their own screen than, than the screen I'm looking at, I thought we could just go in the order that our names are listed on the agenda. So I'm uh, Tom Rockland. I'm the vice president of the board and uh, chairing today's meeting in place of Carol Kirsch, who can't be here. Um, I've been on the board. This is my third year. I am retired from the University of Iowa, where I had a whole lot of different jobs. Uh, last one as uh, vice president of student life. And um, retirement is my favorite stage of life so far. So uh, let's see. I think, uh, Derek, you would be next. Yeah, sure. Um, Derek Jonk. I, uh, I currently work in uh, uh, ServiceNow. It's an IT cloud product. Um, that's, that's what I do career-wise. Um, but my reason for being involved with the library is just based on my personal history. I'm a teen parent, and uh, the library was an invaluable resource um, in especially that those younger years of parenting. And I just really uh, strongly feel that not only do I feel obliged to give back in that way, but also, you know, tear down barriers and basically make, make the library as accessible as possible to people that need it the most. Thank you, Derek. I don't see Kelly here. So we can move on to uh, Daniel. I'm Dan Karanen. I work for a uh, car insurance you may have heard of. Um, I'm 62 and Tom, you're apparently a few years ahead of me because I'm not yet retired, but I can smell it from where <laughs> I sit. Um, Does it smell good? It, it does, but it's a little frightening because my entire life has gone into my work. Um, probably 90% of my social life in my work. So I'm trying to figure out what am I going to do with the rest of my life with, you know, act two. So one thing is I want to get involved in the library. I want to learn how it operates and I want to bring whatever I can to help it operate better. Thank you and welcome. Um, Noah. Hi, my name is Noah Kim. I'm, I'm new to the board and new to this side of library service, but um, I spent about 10 years in libraries as a paraprofessional and then um, went to the School of Information at the University of Michigan and did some work in academic libraries around service design and kind of new technology and then switched over to health informatics. And right now I'm a UX researcher and I do information design in, um, in the healthcare field. But so I work from home. Um, I moved to Iowa City um, just during the pandemic. So I'm fairly new to Iowa City, but really, really excited to stay in touch with kind of the pulse and the purpose of, of libraries and public libraries in particular have always been um, kind of where my heart is. So I'm glad to be here. Thank you, Noah, and welcome. Uh, Robin. Hi, I'm Robin Petzold, and I work at the U. Um, I direct global health for the College of Medicine. And I've been on the board, I'm not sure how many years. Um, I know it's more than 10, um, but I'd say it's probably, probably about 13. So it's been a while. Thank you, Robin. Hannah? Uh, of course, my dog started barking as soon as I unmuted myself. Um, I'm Hannah Schultz. There's construction happening in my house, so I have two dogs locked in this room with me, so I hope that's not too annoying. 
Um, I'm starting my third year on the board along with Tom and Derek. We all joined together. And uh, my day job is working for Feeding America's national office. Um, that's about it. Thanks, Anna. And Dan. I'm uh, Dan Stevenson. This is uh, new to the board as well, along with Dan and Noah. Um, in my professional life, I teach eighth grade U.S. history in West Liberty, where I've taught for about 13 years now. I've been involved in the union and helped start and run a citizenship program there as well. Um, I have been a long time, I've considered the library a long time friend since I first moved to Iowa City 20 years ago this fall. Um, and I really value libraries. Uh, our family lived in West Branch uh, for a period. I served on the library board there. And so I'm really excited to get back into the library board business and, and support the Iowa City Public Library. Well, welcome, Dan. And uh, thank you to all the new members for volunteering to help us. Um, the next item on the agenda is public discussion. Is there any public discussion tonight? Okay, um, and I should just uh, reveal that um, long ago when I was teaching, somebody observed me and told me that my wait times were too short after I asked for input. So they have now become uh, sometimes painfully long. I'll try to manage that appropriately. Um, moving on, we uh, have the annual board report and in your packet you have the FY20 included, that's last year's report. Uh, and then FY21's draft, which is for our input and approval. Um, Ellsworth, would you like to say a word or two about the uh, process here? Sure. Um, this process um, is a little clunky. We've tried it even a couple different ways since I've been here. Um, but as we discussed last month, maybe in a coming month, we can go back and do a little postmortem with it. What I put together today, um, is like Tom said, last year's report as an example, um, in case there were questions about what the final product looked like. And then this year's draft. Um, I, we had talked very briefly at the last meeting and decided that we wanted to have uh, two steps between the two. One was to give time for board, board comment and board suggestions being emailed to me. The second step would be then to incorporate those and other pieces that might be lingering into um, uh, a more straightforward, more streamlined draft, which is in the packet tonight. So that's the draft, that's the, the document that has the watermark draft across it. Um, so what we can see on this is the sort of boilerplate language that the introduction that starts all of these going back uh, through many years. And then the, um, the work through the accomplishments of fiscal year 21. Um, and thank you to, to anyone who sent in comments and suggestions for this. Um, so I pulled out those accomplishments that either seemed to mirror some of the goals we had put in place or really rose to the top of what I thought took staff time, energy resources, um, stood out to me as accomplish, accomplishments during the year. That includes um, sort of a rolling count of the policies um, that we review. Um, that part, we can absolutely edit and change if the board would like. If the board is satisfied with that, it can stand on its own. There is not a set number of goals um, 
four accomplishments for this. It's it's sort of um, there's there's a lot of wiggle room um, depending on how you feel. If there are things on that list that the board does not feel rise to this level, we can strike them. Um, and then looking at the goals section, um, I I overloaded this section very intentionally, um, thinking about while the incoming trustees were not here. Um, while we did this work, they are now part of the board, and and I thought might might be nice for them to have some input into what we put forward as a legacy document moving forward, um, and and setting those goals. So I included um, fourteen goals. That would be a pretty high level. It's it's possible to leave it like that. Like I said, there's no rules for that. But um, if there is going to be conversation around this tonight, uh, a really practical place to put that would be. Um, what on that list of 14 does it feel like maybe should should not be maintained that might not feel like it's that level of goal or maybe we feel like it's important but um, maybe it's a little more operational less aspirational um, things like that so I would recommend that the board um, maybe have a conversation about if any of those felt um, less critical or less important to put out there as goals um, that, that we could take a few off. But um, if, if they all feel good and people want to roll with the 14, um, it wouldn't be, um, it wouldn't be against any rules to leave them there either. Um, so that, that's what I was thinking. Um, again, as a reminder, this document is not due right now. We, we do it pretty early and I think we do it that way. So that it's done and we don't have a pressure point around it. If this is not uh, an organic conversation and we feel like it becomes a stumbling block, we can, I can always pull this document back and bring it back again uh, with those goals reduced based on the leadership team's input. So it, it's sort of at your disposal. I just didn't want, I wanted to make sure we let those new voices um, contribute to what, what goes a, a steering document for the year. Tom, may I ask that we go through these sequentially so we could talk about each one and have a system to it? Sure. That be okay? Yeah. So I had a few questions, that's all. Go ahead. Yeah. So why don't we start with the, the first goal and see if there are any comments or questions about goal one. Thank you for that suggestion, Robin. Um, I don't want to step in unless someone wants to go first, but... I, I I appreciate goal one, but um, I'm not sure if the board will continue to crack or continue to analyze. I mean, I'm not sure that we're the ones who collect the data. How did you envision that, Elizabeth? Um, I, I believe that language was supplied yeah. by, by a board member, but I don't think that they would disagree with that, that change. Great. Other thoughts about that? I think that's one of the challenges of this document is that it's the board's report. Um, and so we wanna keep a focus on things that the board does, but at the same time, in reality, the work gets done by the staff and some of that um, might represent goals that the board um, has in mind. But if there aren't any objections to Robin's suggestion, I think that's because a easy thing. With you saying that, can I ask for clarification? Do you see these as goals for the institution or goals for the board? Because in the past they've been for the board, but they're for the institution, the original verb might be appropriate. Right. So Ellsworth, you might want to comment on that. 
going back through these, I would say that there's a little variance. Um, I think because this is sort of a standing document that's been done for many years, um, it goes into a, a reporting, it go, I think it goes into a finance document that the city reports, um, reports on. Um, it, it is the board's annual report. So I read that mostly as even board level goals. Um, but when I look through many past years, lots of them were focused on staff action. So I, I think it's it's kind of I guess I see it as what are the goals that rise to the top for the board, whether those are goals that the board carries out, such as designing and completing an educational program or curriculum for the board, or whether it's um, those higher level like the staff. It's most of my questions will relate to that issue. So if, if I may, um, I think from sitting in on the June meeting where there was a lot of discussion about maintaining uh, that policy, it seemed like, you know, the board was asking administration to do that. I think if you want to focus it as a board goal, it could be to direct the administration to collect data with an eye to further board uh, review and maybe set a time for that. I see a lot of nods and thumbs up for that one. How far along are we on the data collection? Is, is data collection gonna last forever for years and years and years, or is it gonna be a week or two or three? And then we'll have data to look at. I think our plan was to stop gathering data and jump in, but uh, close to end of calendar year this year. You know, one of the concerns is the collection of data is not the goal, it's the analysis of the data, that's the goal. So that's why I'm, the word collect, I'm not enthusiastic about the word collect. Yeah. Yeah. Analyze, interpret, um, something that, that says we're gonna be working with the data. As with that, so, I meant to say that I don't think it's a great goal. I think it's just um, the, the level of responsibility the board has within the goal. Let's, um, let's, Ellsworth, you've got, I see you're taking notes on that. Why don't we, uh, what I'm thinking is if we move on and then we'll see pretty soon whether what we want to do is see these again or whether we can clarify it uh, tonight. So, so the next one, number two, is to seek new funds or reallocate budgeted funds to expand staff learning opportunities. Again, we don't seek the funds. Right, right, right. The, the board goal might be in the interest of helping develop uh, those staff skills. Um, I thought if we are looking to limit the number of these, uh, that one paired nicely with number nine, which would be creating that learning plan. Again, you know, I take your point, Robin, that that is a staff task. So is it appropriate for a board call? I don't know. Right. But I thought that might be, you know, that seems like seeking the funds and um, creating that learning plan, a board action related to that could be um, helping direct the focus of that or, you know, the, the areas of those skills. But I think that's probably most appropriately left to the director. 
or allocating funds to support the the seeking or allocate funds to support the learning plan something that way combining those two i i agree with dan in concept it's just how you're going to tweak that yeah okay. I, when i actually when i saw create a learning plan for the staff i don't think the board has the skill set to do that i think that's right. Right. the expertise of the staff right the, the language for number two came from a trustee um i think in, ref in reaction to the conversation last month about the uh, noble request related to sure. staff training. Um, the, the language in number nine, um, that comes from me and I, looking at it now, I, it will need some tweaking to, to um, differentiate that operational part of creating the, the details of the plan versus the board role of the support of and, and guidance on. Right. And I'm not sure it's reallocate funds or, or, you know, provide support or allocate. I wasn't sure if reallocate was appropriate as a goal. And these could also, don't forget, we totally have the opportunity to strike. Um, right. If it feels like it's not resonating or isn't worth the kind of the rewriting, we've got lots of room to take out if we'd like. So, so uh, I'll just note that 10 is also a staff development goal. Um, so if you were looking to combine, uh, you might be able to do that. Um, so this is an un, relatively unprocessed thought. So uh, it might be poor. It's, it occurs to me that we could precede all of these with some statement that said something like the board has um, has asked the staff to do these things. So, because the board really doesn't do very much except approve things. We could evaluate um, progress on those things. I mean, we we could, we could. Um, so, so maybe maybe rather than trying to make each one into something that is a board goal, we could just start with a preamble. Um, I'm not sure exactly what the preamble says. So I think it's become apparent that we'll want to look at it again. So, and that relieves us from having to find a final resolution for each one at this, this point. We can give Ellsworth some comments and uh, let him uh, work with those. Uh, but let's continue through the list and, and give our best thinking to each one. So number three, that actually is something the board does. <laughs> but I'm not sure that's a goal. That's just an operation method. I agree with that. So I, I don't know if it needs to be there at all. It's just. I see nods. Anyone think that three should remain? No, I thought three and 11 were, in my business experience, planning experience, those are just do it. Right. They're going to happen. They're not aspirational. They're not things we're struggling to do. They're not things we hope to do. They're things that we know will happen. So they're not really goals for this fiscal year or aspirations. Right. They're just do it. The three and 11, because they're going to happen. Yeah. And I think uh, they may show up here because we're going to want to list them as accomplishments next year, but there's no need for every accomplishment to have been a goal. So. Right. I, I think um, at least one of those came from a board from a board uh, a trustee suggestion um, mm -hmm. 
so we can we can work on that sure so number four it's that verb again yeah the board doesn't measure we could provide resources or allocate resources but we don't measure And we, we can request updates on, we can, I mean, I, I, and I kind of think of these as the board's goals for the library, right? Yeah, uh, right. And, and on that, and I'm sorry to keep talking about all of these, but on that, I, I wondered if number four and number six um, could be related under a um, equity sort of uh, label that both of those deal with. Uh, both what's available in the library related to uh, BIPOC communities, as well as um, including community outreach on those topics. So I thought those two could be uh, connected as well. I think, yeah, we, we could we could connect those. I think I don't see a lot of, um, I see overlapping of intent, but the but when I'm looking at number four, that's more just uh, let's let's take stock and then for number six, it's let's take action on what we learned. True? Okay. Well, again, we don't create the programming infrastructure that staffs. But I guess this would be the board saying we have to do that. Right. I mean, there's the just tweaking. Like the concept, I agree with the concept. It's just the role of the board um, versus the expertise of the staff that I struggle with. Right. Right. Um, I just want to say that um, number four in particular, I um, think is a really important and difficult one. So I, I, I definitely want it to stay there and, and be noticeable in, in whatever form it, it ends up in. What if we critiqued, what if we use the word critiqued or analyzed or rather than measure? So it shows that we have a responsibility, however, we're not the data collectors. Yeah, I I, I think um, Elswith, you've you've sort of gotten the message right on the trying to be clear one way or another about what the board is going to do here. Mm -hmm. um, I think those are good ways, or maybe other good ways to to clarify that. I think that makes so much sense. Has anybody been here on the board at a point when the board wrote this report? <laughs> because I we generally worked at this process where there's a draft and we, we just we get feedback and then there's an opportunity to add goals like you solicited the goals. Um, so this is historically been the process. Suddenly it's the only process. Um, you know, and I think it, it's just like when you're reviewing bylaws or something, sometimes you catch something you did the year before where you think, what were we thinking with that language? Like, you know, is it the best we could do? Do we need to tweak it? But I think your process is really good as, as one trustee, just giving feedback. It's just, we need to do this. You know, we just need to, to critique. And I'm always concerned about uh, trustees roles versus um, staff expertise and staff roles. And that we, we don't, that we try to set some definition of what each of us are responsible for. I agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm very comfortable um, working with what's been shared so far, whether or not what we're supposed to go through the rest of them um, or not. I feel like there's there's good guidance here. I like the idea of sort of potentially having a preamble to it. 
um, raising that level of um, not doing the work, but um, but overseeing and providing those checks and balances. Um, I think we could come back with something strong. So maybe I should just ask, are there others that people think can be removed or any missing ones? Uh, and then at our next meeting, we can discuss uh, language as, as necessary. Could someone, could Elizabeth just take a look at number 14 at the end, because it looks like the board's goal is to discuss things with the staff and board. It seems a bit circular there and and thought. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. again, it's not the concept of the goal. It's just like the, the for the board's goal to be just discussed with staff and board. It's, it's just right. a, a language tweaking that's needed. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. We can clarify that. Yeah. Ellsworth, do you have what you need to iterate? I think so. I think so. And if I if I need specifics, I'll reach out and, and get a little more. Great. Any other thoughts on this? Ellsworth, I, I hear in your voice, and maybe I'm wrong, a little bit of concern that you might want more board input before you bring it back in. Do you, is there something you want us to supply you to make this a little easier? I just hear a little bit of hesitation, like, you know, you're saying like, some things are given to you by board members and the board members are being kind of fussy about it. Is there something we can do to help you with this process? No, I, I appreciate you okay. asking that. I, it was a, this is a tricky one um, yeah. for me. I remember it being tricky last year too. It's that difference. Yeah. They're not, they're my goals, but they're not my goals. Um, right. And right. It's hard to, I think when you, when I hear you say these things, it's so clear. And then I think, oh, this should be easy to go back and fix it. And, and I think I, I think I can pull the pieces together. Um, okay. The other good thing is, as as annoying as it might be to roll it from month to month, there's not a hard deadline. We've got we've got quite a bit of time, so um, I think um, there's I think we will we'll be able to come back and and have a, a fresh look next time. Great. Of course, my doctor. Thank you. I'm sorry. Uh, just to look up at the top of that, this document, um, the uh, it's termed as determining the goals and objectives of the library, so that it is the board determining the library's goals, not exactly our goals for ourselves. Yeah. I'm sorry. Could you repeat? I didn't. I didn't catch that. I think it was the dog barking that. Whoever had a dog park. All right, I, I, that, that's me. I've got a letter out. I'm sorry. I should be right. <laughs> we all understand. We all looked at each other. <laughs> I will share. We had a uh, once at the West Branch Library Board, we had a kitten in the middle of the meeting. Much more pleasant uh, interruption. <laughs> uh, I, I was just looking back at, at, at the top of this section on page seven, where it discusses the board's specific list of legal responsibilities. And what it says there is determining the goals and objectives of the library. So I see this, you know, where we do have staff action. Again, it's the board determining that those are the goals for staff, not just for ourselves and our own board meetings. Yeah, good point. I also wonder if this should be something that's um, that's either revisited or thought about um, during the director evaluation. 
um, mm. as kind of a continuation of the the directive and goal setting for the whole agency. Maybe? Yeah, that's a good point too. Other thoughts on the annual report? Okay, we'll revisit that uh, at our next meeting. The next item on the agenda is the NOBU budget. Um, this is uh, information that we requested at the last um, board meeting. Um, and again, maybe I'll turn to you Ellsworth just for a comment on this item. At, at the last board meeting, um, you saw the, the first um, first draft of the NOBU request that I was making to the board. Um, again, just a super quick overview. The NOBU um, budget is made up mostly of gift funds that come in through the Friends Foundation, also some state money allocated through that. Um, it's a totally board controlled fund. Um, at the beginning of each year, the director, um, along with input from leadership team and staff, make a request, um, you know, asking for what, what needs to come out of that, including some standing things like some staff salary monies and other commitments. And then another side of it, which is sort of strategic initiatives or things that we need that may not have fit easily into the operational budget. At the last meeting, um, there was there was just a, one person sort of said, you know, I'd be interested in seeing how those requests had varied or information about requests from the past years. Um, so I jumped into that kind of thinking, I'm not really sure what story we're going to tell here, but I'm going to do some investigating. And we went back through the past um, seven years, which is what what was most wholly available without having to put a lot of staff hours into pulling through GL lines. So I um, looked at those requests um, and I read through, you know, obviously the narratives and the, the other, um, the, the values parts of those and just kind of put together a report of my observations. Um, a little bit about what, what NUBU has been used for, um, some about the difference of that and the operating budget, just sort of the, the value of it, but then tried to break down into the biggest categories what those requests were over the past seven years. So kind of thinking about, we have this pool of resource, um, how has it been used historically? Um, and like I said in the report, one of the things that stuck out to me the most was just the variance in requested amount. Um, and, and then beyond that sort of, I mean, there is kind of a lot of similarity in, um, in some of the categorical lines, which makes sense because we can watch that personnel line, you know, trend up as those uh, wages of benefits get more expensive. Um, some of them are very static, except for um, certain um, sort of easy to tell why diversions. Um, and then some are, are just, um, you know, you really had to look it up to see what was going on that year to, to see why the expenses were so high. Um, so what I walked out of it thinking was just, this is, a, you know, this is a really valuable tool that the library has. We're really fortunate to have it. Um, it's used sort of a variety of ways. I think we also here can see, we get to see the end of somebody who'd been here a really long time, tenure, somebody who, uh, who maybe had a, a different budget approach, and then you see a new person come in. Obviously, there's a conservative swing here on the end, um, but I think that will will lift up as 
we move forward and we take on different capital projects, other big things like that. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping that, that there was at least some relevant information in there. Um, we can do a little bit deeper dive if we need to. Um, another takeaway from this experience was going into the granulars of the, these budget lines will be a relatively um, tedious data retrieval process. Unlike the traditional operating budget where we can pretty much plug in a GL line and tell our um, financial software to run a report, this one will be a little bit more um, hand processing of putting in uh, the month to month and the, the specific lines that we need based on what the expenditures were. So we can absolutely go back and dig. I think we need to think about what, what we're looking for if we're gonna do that. Um, but I, I, um, I kind of enjoyed looking back through the past um, uh, requests and I had done that right, right before I got here um, and sort of in my, my first year of budgeting. Um, but it, it really does kind of tell a different part of the library's story um, and speaks really directly to um, some of the more in the moment initiatives. And because our council um, sort of sets goals and initiatives at a different timeline than the department does, that was another really clear part was that a lot of this, um, these resources go toward supporting these city initiatives, being able to be nimble and agile in doing that. Fortunately, uh, as a public library um, in this community, our values tend to line up with city council and city administration on many, many items. So I, I think it's, um, again, it's just such a true gift to be able to um, take on new and different things um, without having to go in and continually reshuffle your operational budget. But I'd be more than happy to, to answer more questions. Um, I know there was a lot of, a lot of stuff on that second graph um, that might have been overwhelming, but um, I'm happy to talk. Are there questions for Ellsworth on the report? Thank you, Ellsworth. Really good information. And I could not agree more that it's a great reminder of the value of the NOBU fund and uh, the generosity of the community in supporting the um, library. And can I say with the end, the hard work of the development staff and the friends that they have continued to do this, that money is available because of their work. Yep. I would note that the uh, memo is dated next year instead of this year, July 22nd, 2022. Oh, I don't I, think you're gonna wait until next year to file that memo. I like to be ahead of the game a little bit. <laughs> Thank you for pointing now that I note the date on the memo, I'm trying to see if it says anything about where the market will be. Um, <laughs> nothing. Uh, so the next item on the uh, agenda is the FY22 NOBU budget. Um, and this is uh, a request that we need to act on. So are there questions or comments on the budget request? Ellsworth, anything you want to say? Yeah. I do want to point one thing out. Um, I remember um, my my first budget cycle here when we were talking about Nobu, um, Robin asked during the meeting, 
how do you budget make a budget with more money? You're going to spend more money than coming into it. Um, and I, you know, in my first year working with Nobu, I think I probably just had a deer in my life moment. But to go back to that now, um, since I've been here, the budgets have been have been pretty aligned with what's coming in. Um, but as you can see in the data presented earlier, uh, those state monies tend to be going down a little bit. Um, we don't we don't know the future of that. Um, and at the time of the Nobu request being made, we do not have a balance for what's in this general pot. That pot is filled by the rollover of things that are underspent, or if we were, say, to get a bigger allocation of direct state aid than we expected. So there is, um, there is sort of a, there's already a pool before we count the money that, that we're putting in now. Um, Last month, I gave a NOBU budget that was, I think, exactly balanced to what we anticipated coming in. But in during this month, um, I did get um, a, a, a committee request that I thought um, really made sense to include, which um, raised the total value of the NOBU request by $13,000. So we are now over um, what what I'm saying is, is going to be allocated this year. That is, despite not having the exact balance, that will not be a problem. That we have lots more than that 13,000 in, in the budget or in that pool. But I wanted to point it out and also point out then that the number is different that I'm asking for approval on. The specific item that was added was um, a new 125th anniversary themed library cards. Um, those will probably last quite a while. It's uh, it we have to buy them anyway, uh, but because they were themed 125th, thought it made sense to to put them here, and that's but that's the only change from last month when you saw this. Comments. Um, hearing no comments, I'll entertain a. Motion to approve the Nobu budget request. So moved. And a second. I'll second, Hannah. Moved by Derek, seconded by Hannah. Um, and for new members on Zoom, we've been uh, voting sort of both by signaling by hand <laughs> and, and speaking, so um, sort of redundantly. So. Um, is there any discussion on the motion? Uh, all in favor, please say aye, hold a thumbs up, or do something else cool. Appears <laughs> to be approved unanimously. Are there any nays? Okay, thank you. The next item on the agenda is uh, an item for discussion um, related to the um, federal funds that the city will be administering. And again, Ellsworth, if you would introduce us a little bit, that would be helpful. Sure. Um, so the, we were asked to present this to all boards and commissions um, to, to have, to let um, sort of our invested um, stakeholders um, have choose to, if they'd like to have sort of a group voice of this, they could. Um, so this is um, this outlines, like Tom just said, the uh, American Rescue Plan Act funds that the have been allocated to the city of Iowa City. So that's eighteen point three million dollars. Um, 
half was received in May. Um, the the rest will be received in the future, and they and, and we have a, a date they have to be spent by. So the city is trying to get lots of input as to where we would, where this money should be applied. Um, it won't be surprising to anyone, but the, the, there are a lot of, of valuable places that, that could use this funding. Um, and then they put out a, a link to a survey and also um, an email that comments can be mailed to. So I spoke to some other department heads just about sort of how are you approaching this with boards and commissions because it's going to be hard to um, to, to do this process um, sort of in real time in a especially I think in a virtual meeting. But uh, if you read through the packet, you'll see it. They gave a pretty good succinct um, overview of um, what the recovery funds are intended to do, what they are not intended to do, et cetera. So I'm assuming everybody has a decent handle on that. Um, and the survey is quite light. If you looked at that, it's really just um, putting um, a number of things, ranking things in, a, in an order, and then if you have anything else specific to say. So really the first question is, does the board want to try to, to answer this as a 